right. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to a very special edition of the Shark City Podcast. It's a 2023 NHL Draft Lottery live reaction. Uh, thank you to everybody. I'll be 100 with you. I just literally got back into San Jose, California. I went on a weekend getaway, and I made it just in time, just in time for the 2023 NHL Draft Lottery. Uh, again, thank you to everybody who's joining us. I'm broadcasting to y'all live from San Jose, California. I'm Aaron James. This is, again, special 2023 NHL Draft Lottery Live reaction. The reveal, the revealing of the 2023 NHL um, Draft Lottery, whoever got number one overall, is about to go down. So pardon some of the filibuster as we are literally watching this bad boy live. Um, if you want to connect to the show, by all means, please drop a comment on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, wherever you're enjoying this live stream, and we will, um, you know, we can connect and react to the Sharks, uh, you know, lottery results uh, with each other live. All right. So, um, you know, I have a lot that I wanted to cover prior to this whole thing going down, but it's it's going down right now. So. Um, we'll have to get into some of my topics later, but just to preview them, um, the first one is, I mean, obviously this is all pending on whether or not the Sharks had actually get the number one overall spot. I think like most of you out there, we are definitely expecting them to drop two spots. Um, anything I think four or even five and above is, is solid. Um, this draft by all means is obviously just overshadowed by the number one rated prospect in the entire world, almost every, if you don't have him number one overall on your draft board, then you probably don't know hockey, right? Anyways, or hey, maybe you do and everyone else is wrong. No, don't, don't mean to, you know, throw any daggers your way. But back to the point, obviously this is the Connor Bedard draft lottery, right? The Connor Bedard bowl, if you will, um, as we watch live now here, I believe the uh, 2023 draft lottery, I know the draft is in Nashville, Tennessee, but the draft lottery is going down at the studio's Oh, there's those ping pong balls, baby. They are starting to bounce around. Um, I'm going to kind of just casually watch along with y'all. All right. So I know I thank you for joining me, by the way. I know no, I know a lot of you are watching this live. So the fact that you are watching here with me, I definitely appreciate it. Um, while they kind of introduce the whole draft lottery and build up Connor Bedard. I want to go with a couple of points that um, I a couple of points I want to cover later on in the um, program. Um, obviously, if you don't know already, Connor Bedard, who's again going to be the this is pretty much what this is for, right? I hate to say it, but this whole draft lottery, uh, you know, if this is any other draft, it was just it would just be about securing the best um, you know spot in the draft possible. As in, you know, like some of y'all Habs fan out there, some of y'all Montreal fans, you want to see them jumping, um, you know, so many spots. So, you know, outside of that excitement, normally that's what it would be, right? If your team could land themselves in, a, in the best or the most prime position they can to get, you know, a top prospect. But this year, it's all about Connor Bedard. I've been saying it from the beginning of the season. I'm going to say it one more time. And I'll say even if the Sharks win the lottery, but I'll say it one more time. I could care less about Connor Bedard. I really can. I personally could care less about it because, you know, the whole, and I'm not going to go into because practically that stuff's behind us, but, you know, the whole like Tink for Bedard movement. I'm just 100% real with you. I just, to me, it does not compute. It it doesn't mesh. It's not compatible, whatever you want to call it, right? But I just, I'm not about 
trying to lose in games in favor of, you know, securing a better draft spot. But hey, it is what it is. That's behind us. The Sharks, as of right now, have the fourth best odds at getting number one overall. Anaheim, obviously number one. Honestly, I wouldn't be shocked that they maintained it because why wouldn't the league want to see Connor Bedard and Zegras on the same line, right? Anyways, um, and... I do I do know there's a lot of people out there do not, that do not want to see Connor Bedard, with the exception of Sharks fans, uh, be here in San Jose. I, I understand that. I understand that the hockey world out there feels some type of way. And me personally, I don't even know if Connor Bedard would be enough to like rejuvenate, um, you know, give it the jolt that the Sharks franchise need. I personally think that they need so much more than Connor Bedard. And I want to go into why I think if the Sharks do indeed win this lottery. If they do, awesome. If they don't, hey, it is what it is. But bottom line is this. I don't even think that Connor Bedard is in Mike Greer's plan. I'm going to say that right now. So for those of you who are unaware, on SharkCityHockey.com, we have um, right there in our blog, we have a um, an embedded uh, episode from the uh, Sharks Audio Network. And essentially, long story short, as they're about to reveal it here, uh, Mike Greer talks about, you know, like, he says a couple of comments in his exit interview, his last uh, media day, and they kind of like give you some cause for concern of whether or not, but you know what? We have a commercial break, so this will take a minute. Why don't we just get into it already? Let me just show it to you. So here is Mike Greer's own words. Uh, first and foremost, I'm not too sure what order is going to go in because as I said, I just started on the fly live, but long story short is this. Mike Greer wants size. He wants grit, sandpaper, his own words. You'll hear it in a minute. And also, and also. He mentions how he does not want to essentially regret getting like, you know, a top prospect and then regret in a few years down the road if, you know, come contract time, if it doesn't work out. Uh, anyways, enough from me. Again, this is embedded on SharkCityHockey.com. If you go to SharkCityHockey.com, you get the full entire uh, exit interview. Uh, but let's listen to what Mike had to say uh, really quick right here. I don't think it'll change too much, um, you know. We'll see what happens then. Um, but, um, you know, I think the last thing we want to do here is, you know, be fortunate enough to get a get a high pick and then, you know, go out and spend money. And then in three years, we're, we're regretting where we're, what we did. So um, we still have to kind of stick to our plan and, and, um, and be smart about any moves we make and, and things we do. And, and kind of uh, keep down the, you know, the excitement of of maybe adding, you know, adding a top young player, um, not getting too overexcited about that and try and do too much and then regret it uh, a couple of years down the road. All right, so right there, he was responding to the, um, you know, potential, like if his game plan essentially would change, right, if he gets Connor Bedard. Um Again, not my words, his words. Um, obviously, he he sounds like he doesn't want to put too much hype on this draft. Why not? Why not? I mean, last season, last season with the eleventh overall pick, they traded away. Mike Greer traded away, and he did it to get more picks in the draft. So it worked out. It worked out really good, including two second round picks that the Sharks didn't have last uh, draft uh, last draft year. I'm going to make a bull prediction really quick because you know we're getting closer to the whole. Um, you know, revealing of who won the lottery here, but I'll make a bold prediction. If the Celtic Sharks do indeed, if the Celtic Sharks do indeed win the draft lottery, I'm going to go and say that Mike Grill deals it away. Crazy, right? 
What do you think would happen if the San Jose Sharks win number one overall? By all means, drop it a message, uh, drop a chat, and we'll you know feature it live right here in the program. You'll be a part of the show, whether you're on Twitter, uh, Facebook, and YouTube, whichever platform you're on. Drop a comment, I'll get it, and you know we'll um you know react live together. But back to the point, um, you know Mike Greer, he wants. Grit. He wants toughness. He wants some big players. Now he goes and says that size might not be the appropriate term, but essentially, like, um, you know, does Connor Bedard even fit that mold? We'll get into that a little bit later, as it seems like we are ready to get the results here. All right. So, again, thank you to everybody who is, uh, you know, right here doing this live reaction. Um, in the spirit of podcasting, I keep it audio only. For those of you who are watching the video uh, presentation of this, I keep the graphics up there so you have something to look at. But essentially, um, you know, the live reaction is going to pretty much be um, me, the voice. And if you guys want to get in on the conversation, um, you know, join the chat. And, um, you know, let's talk some uh, let's talk some hockey here. But again, my bold prediction is that Mike Greer will more than likely, if he gets the number, if the Sharks win the number one overall pick, I think he trades it away. This year's number one overall pick has so much value that, yes, he's a generational talent, but you could literally build yourself like the next, like you, the Sharks, the next generational team. Team. I'm pretty sure number one draft pick for a team that's really now it might sound absurd, but for a team that really wants it, who knows how many first rounders or second rounders for the next few years to come, they're willing to give up. You know what I'm saying? And if my girl was to win number one overall and make a blockbuster huge deal like that, I wouldn't be mad at him. I really wouldn't. All right, so here's Kevin. Kevin Weeks now. So we're watching the live reaction here. Kevin Weeks doing his intro. I I always have a special thing for Kevin Weeks because about a year ago this time, they're talking about how he may have been the potential general manager of the Southie Sharks. Really glad that is Mike Greer. I already covered that in um, the previous episode, which, by the way, all of our traditional episodes of the Shark City podcast are available at sharkcityhockey.com or wherever you enjoy your podcast. Again, Connor Bedard is going to be on a showcase this entire um you know draft lottery special i know you a lot of you are willing to hear his words so um again if you want to uh, drop a comment you want to be involved in the conversation by all means um do so on youtube facebook and twitter and uh yeah, share share this stream share this stream all right okay Pardon me, I'm going to take a quick pause. Um, here is another reason really quick. We might as well just get this all the way now and then maybe talk about it later, right? Um, here is another reason why I think Connor Bedard may not even be in Mike plan because, you know, there's a certain mold, a certain type of player that he's looking to um, put on his team and build this team toward. And long story short is, um, I got it in his own words, and this past week with the goaltender the defenseman, I believe it was, that were signed from overseas, you know, they they were like six foot five, six foot, etc. So, you know, the proof is in the pudding. We could use a little bit more size and and pace. So I think ultimately that's that's the style of hockey um you know I would like I would like to play is you know. Play, play fast, be in your face, um, and have some heaviness to it to be able to, you know, possess pucks and, and um, have extended ozone time and, and things like that. So um, ultimately, that's, I think that's, a, that's where I'd like to get to um, at some point. So I think we could use some, 
we could use more of that throughout the lineup and there are maybe maybe size isn't isn't um necessarily the right but i think we we could use probably a little bit more sandpaper and grit all right for those of you who are just joining us welcome to a very special shark city podcast a very special edition a 2023 nhl draft lottery live reaction um yeah so this Right now, the current draft floor, uh, order, as you can see at the bottom of the screen, for those of you who are watching and for those of you who are going to be listening to the podcast and audio version of this, uh, Anaheim, number one still, with 25.5% of winning the lottery. Again, I just mentioned top of the program. Why not? Why would the NHL uh, not allow? <laughs> not that they're, you know, not that they have favoritism, right? <laughs> Anyways, uh, but why would they want Zegers and, um, and um, Bernard on the same line, right? Anyways. Um, personally, I could, I wouldn't be shocked if you know the hometown jumped, and he found himself playing, you know where it all began. Um, I would love to see the Sharks win this. I would, to be one hundred percent with you. Um, I don't think Connor Bernard's going to be drafted by the Sharks if they do. Maybe he will, but um, I would love to see them get it because one, Sharks never had the number one overall pick, so you know I'm going for the home team, right? I'm homer here, but two. I think Mike Greer deals the pick away. That's my bull prediction. If we get the number one overall pick, I think Mike Greer is going to deal it away. All right, so enough words from me. Let's get down to the lottery. Baby is going down. Let's see what we got here. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Who do we have number one? Oh, that's right. Number 16. <laughs> Make us wait. All right. So Calgary Flames gets the 16th overall pick. And apparently this is the fourth time in franchise history in which they have earned it. All right, number 15, Nashville. Nashville Predators get the 15th overall selection. No change for those of you who are wondering. <laughs> the Penguins. We don't care about the Penguins here, but the Penguins have the 14th overall pick. All right. And the Buffalo Sabres have been awarded the 13th overall pick. Again, you know, part of the pauses, I know this is like a watch along. So some of y'all out there are definitely, um, you know, you, you are getting the picks in and you're seeing it here in yourself. But thank you for joining me. <laughs> the Ottawa Senators are going to get the 12th overall selection. And... Since it's not a top five pick, Arizona is going to get that pick, baby. So Arizona at number 12. Vancouver Canucks have the 11th overall selection. Sorry for all y'all who are hoping for you know, a miracle. <laughs> That is pretty chill. 
All right, for those of you who want to know, now we're in the top 10. San Luis, St. Louis. The St. Louis Blues get the number 10th selection in the upcoming draft. Detroit Red Wings come down with number nine. The number nine pick is the Detroit Red Wings. Thank you all for my very impromptu, very quick um, coverage here. All right. Washington Capitals have been awarded the eighth overall selection in the upcoming NHL entry draft. It's interesting. <laughs> The seventh overall selection has been awarded to the Philadelphia Flyers. Once again, I want to remind everybody, if you're watching this program live on YouTube, Instagram, excuse me, Instagram, Facebook, or uh, Twitter, by all means, um, drop a comment, man. We'll, we'll feature it. Or anyone who's watching. All right, so Arizona, it got the sixth overall pick. So, you know, they're going to look like they're going to be stacking up here for their new mullet arena over there, right, uh, with ASU. They have the 12th from Ottawa and now the 6th. Oh, snap. Montreal got number 5. So you all know what that means, Sharks, right? We at very least didn't drop, Sharks fans. So that's what's up. I know some of y'all were like, well, hey, we're going to – I thought we were going to drop two. I said at the beginning of the program. I ain't going to lie. But we didn't drop. So at very least, we're going to keep it. And that's exactly what happens. All right. San Jose Sharks pretty much didn't move up. So what I'm thinking it's Anaheim. If Anaheim comes up next, then maybe Chicago. And then we already going to know if it's Chicago. Come on. Oh, my gosh. Anaheim or Chicago. If Chicago gets this guy, we already know. We already know that this is – okay, whatever. Southern Sharks are maintaining the fourth overall selection. So that right there is our breaking news. Um, so, yeah. What do you all think, Sharks fans? For those of you out there watching, don't be shy. Don't be shy. Let me know what you think, who the Sharks are going to get. Who do you think they're going to target? Do you think they even keep the fourth overall selection? Do they trade it? You know what? Those are some good thoughts. You know, those are some good questions. I think it's also a great time for a very quick break. We'll be right back. All right. I'm going to take a breather here. Don't go anywhere. Drop comments. I'll still get them during the break. All right. We'll be right back. Hey, let me take a minute to put you up on some game. All right. It's a good time to start being wise with your spending, especially when everything around us continuously gets more expensive. And one of the best ways to be conscious with your spending is to be selective about the products you purchase. Rather than chasing name brands, look for products that deliver the same quality at the best price. Alright, let me put you up on some more game. If you love to listen to music and podcasts as much as I do, chances are that you've been through your fair share of headphones and earbuds. And if you're like me, there's a chance that you may have had to unexpectedly replace some of those headphones or earbuds. So where am I going with this? 
I'd like to share with you this great find that you shouldn't sleep on, the Raycon wireless earbuds. Raycon is premium audio at the perfect price, and I love this. Raycon's mission is to prove that you shouldn't have to pay an arm and a leg for quality sound and essential smart tech listening features. They offer buy now, pay later options. Like literally right now you can get some headphones or earbuds for as low as 18 bucks at checkout. Now Raycon has had over 50,000 five-star reviews. So you don't have to take my word for it. You can go and see what author other customers are saying. But what I love about my Raycon is their eight hours of playtime, their water and sweat resistance. Hey, I like to stay active, right? and the custom gel tips for perfect, most comfortable in-ear fit. Go to buyraycon.com THPN today to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com THPN to score 15% off. Buyraycon.com THPN. Light the lamp during the hockey playoffs with DraftKings Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can make a $5 bet and score $150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with code THPN. New customers can make a $5 hockey playoff bet and score $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700 on behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resort. 21 and over in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. All right, welcome back. As I said, very impromptu. Just got back from out of town. I'll talk more about that later. As of right now, the number three pick is getting awarded. And who do we got? Columbus. I don't know why they're reviewing this again. They already said it before the commercial break, right? <laughs> they already had a spoiler alert. <clears throat> Pardon me. All right. So, yeah, as we mentioned before the break, Columbus, now they're seeing it officially on their broadcast, the NHLs. So, who gets Connor Bernard? Our divisional rival, the Anaheim Ducks? That's who I think. Or everyone believes the Chicago Blackhawks, who need, apparently, Bernard, for all they've been through. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> all right, here it is. For everybody who's watching, the first overall selection who wins the Connor Bernard sweepstakes is Chicago. Go figure. Freaking Chicago. Are you all surprised? Are you all surprised? By the way, you could drop your comment. You could drop, you know, wherever you're at, Facebook, Twitter, um youtube uh we already got a first one saying not good but not bad absolutely agree i think the San Jose sharks are going to probably trade this fourth round pick i think if they got the first round pick they'd be in a little bit under some pressure as to whether or not deal them um but i think they're going to maybe tr uh, trade this selection away again uh, if you miss it at the top of the program mike greer at his exit interview was mentioning how the Sharks, one, want to add grit. They want to add, as he said, sandpaper. He wants to add size. Connor Bedard, 
doesn't fit any of that. I mean, he's more of, you know, agility and finesse and, you know, obviously that hand eye and, you know, those, that, that's that X factor agility or X, X factor status. They call it in a chell part of me. Um, so I think Biker trades it. I really do. Um, so I told you this is really quick. Thank you for joining me live. Um, I think us Sharks fans already knew that we weren't going to win this lottery. We're kind of hoping because the Sounds of Sharks have never had the first overall selection in franchise history. Um, and I know a lot of you out there throughout this season have been kind of being built up like, oh, it's good that the Sharks are sorry because they have a chance of getting Connor Bedard. Yeah, okay. And I know a lot of you right now are probably like still feeling that wound of when the San Jose Sharks went on a win streak toward the end of the season. And you feel like, oh man, we shot ourselves in the foot. We don't even know how to tank, right? Etc. Listen, those three victories were against some solid teams. All right. Teams that found themselves in the postseason, right? Uh, speaking of which, um, let me segue to where I was at over the weekend. I, I keep saying I was going to share that. I was, share. I, was in, I was behind enemy lines. All right, I was in Vegas. <laughs> I took off. I showed up on a Saturday night. All right, so I took off on Saturday morning. I showed up on a Saturday night wearing my my San Jose Sharks hat. Um, you can get them at Take probably still. They're the Fanatics brands with the old school heritage logo. I love them. The best hat they've had in years. So I'm wearing my heritage hat um, of the San Jose Sharks out there in Vegas. When I show up, everyone is walking around in their jerseys, and they're just mad. I didn't understand until I tuned in, and I realized that they got smashed on. Anyways, so that was a pretty unique experience. I just got back right in time for this draft uh, lottery uh, live reaction. So thank you to everybody. And uh, please pardon the impromptuness, uh, you know, like the on the fly, the improvisation kind of of um, this program. But yeah, I want to give uh, just finish up my thoughts really quick. Number one, I didn't think the Sharks were going to win. I was hoping, cross my fingers, that they were going to win for the first time in franchise history. But I didn't think they're going to win the number one overall pick. And a big reason why is because over the weekend, Prior, like I think maybe starting Thursday, all of a sudden you start seeing all these puff pieces, all all including the sharks themselves. All right. And I love my team, but you know, they started talking like it was like not contingencies, but like they were priming us for not winning the draft. They're like, Oh, if we don't get if we don't win the draft lottery, it's not like you know, uh the end. You know, I mean, um, I think the sharks themselves are like, oh, like they're prepared if we drop down two spots, then they're talking about like Milan Mahalik being like number six or whatever, right? Back in the day. I remember Milan Mahalik when Sharks voice yelled at him during a postseason game. What are you doing? When he had one too many stick handling, <laughs> you know, back and forth at the puck by the crease and didn't, uh, you know, pull the trigger. I'm pretty sure, sure some of y'all uh, Sharks fans out there uh, are aware of which, uh, where that series back in the day. But anyways, back to the point. I kind of felt like the Sharks and the media here, local media and all, all the people who write the puff pieces for, you know, you know, um, was it Peter Reed or whatever it's called? Um, a lot of them were, were dropping all these, um, you know, like I call them primer, right? Primers, because I refer to as paint, right? The top coat is a finish, but they were priming the fan base for not winning this lottery. And I'm glad it's over. I am freaking glad this is over. Um, San Jose Sharks are more than likely, in my opinion, going to look into maybe moving this uh, first overall selection. I could be wrong, and if I am, I'll, I don't care. I'll, I, I'll be happily happily take the L if I am wrong on them trading it away. But Mike Greer traded away his selection last season in the first round. And again, if you miss it at the top of the program, um, you could always catch the full-length exit interview on the Sharks audio um, 
or Sharks Hockey Digest, I believe is where they send their their collection of audio. But long story short is Mike Greer was talking about how the last thing you want to do is spend money, bring in like an 18-year-old kid, spend money, and then three years down the line regretting it. The way I see it is, you know, you don't want to bring someone in here who doesn't want to be here. And then when RFA comes, you know, when that time comes around, has a little bit more pool, a little bit more like, you know, uh, say in their contract status because uh, they didn't mesh well with the veterans that they had and they didn't mesh, um, you know, they didn't. Anyways, I'm done. You Don't let me put um, words into his mouth. Um, once this program's over, you can find everything at the top of uh, at sharkcityhockey.com. So that's the number one reason why I think we're going to get Bedard. Uh, we'll see if we uh, keep the fourth wall selection because, um, again, Mike is already mentioning how he's looking to build a bigger, stronger, grittier, tougher team. And it sounds to me like that's his preference, and he kind of has reservations for young kids in here who have to learn the man's game, right? Anyways, and I don't want to, I'm not trying to sound like any kind of whatever for all of you out there who might take that a certain way. But that's you know that's a reality situation in his own words, you know. Um, they might need some conditioning before they're ready. Uh, Connor Bedard obviously is going to be plug and play right away, especially for Chicago. Um, so congratulations to Chicago. All right. Um, so for those of you who are catching us late, sounds like Sharks have won. I mean, they maintained, they retain, I guess, the fourth overall selection in the 2023 NHL entry draft, and Chicago Blackhawks have won the Connor Bedard sweepstakes. A lot of you out there were probably think were kind of suspecting that that was going to happen. Um, and hey, kudos to you. By those out there who called it a drink because, uh, you know, the NHL took us through this whole ride, this whole mess, this whole special for something that it seems like we already kind of knew was going to happen. All right. It is what it is. He's not coming to Shark City. He's going to the Windy City. Whatever. Twin Cities. I'm not too sure what they call themselves these days, but long story short, it looks like. Carter Bedard is going to Chirac and, um, you know, Shark City is going to have to, you know, wait a couple of months to see what Mike Greer does in the 2023 NHL entry uh, draft. I'm Aaron James. Thank you to everyone who's been enjoying this program live with me. And um, thank you to those who interacted in the chat. And uh, thank you to everyone who's going to enjoy this episode uh, later on uh, on your preferred platform. Uh, with that being said, I'm Aaron James. That was a very special uh, episode of the Shark City Podcast reaction. Um, don't forget to follow us at Shark City Hockey across the board on social media and visit sharkcityhockey.com for this episode in its entirety and our previous episodes that covered the Sounds like Sharks uh, with the Shark City Podcast. Uh, thank you to the Hockey Podcast Network for uh, you know letting us do our thing, you know supporting us. And uh, thank you to our sponsors of Raycon and DraftKings. I'm Aaron James. I'm signing off for Shark City Hockey. Until uh, next time. Uh, you know, let's go Sharks, baby. Y'all have a great rest of your day. Talk to y'all later.